Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, senior editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. That still sounds weird, but still, we're here for another Let's Ride podcast. That's right, your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast. I hope that you have had a great week. I hope that you are prepared for this weekend. I know that I am. We have a lot of stuff going on in the Hartman household, getting ready to move again. That's always chaotic, but nonetheless, I'm always here with you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday no matter what, I'd have to literally be in the hospital or something to not give you your Let's Ride podcast. My Ride or Die crew is as loyal as possible, so I have to follow that up with me being loyal to you, the listeners. Now, in case you didn't know, we're a part of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers and wherever you get your podcasts. Search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. And that's not just my Let's Ride podcast, but that's also the live mic with our deputy editor, Michael Beck, the Steelers stat geek. Dave had a great episode on Thursday morning. Make sure you check that out. Um, really dove into some numbers about the the overall Steelers um, offense and, and defensive numbers and rankings. It, it was really great. It was a great listen. And that's Dave Schofield, the editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And then we have all of our PM shows. We're talking about The Hangover on Monday, The Scobro Show on Tuesday, The Curtain Call on Wednesday, The Preview on Thursday, Friday Night Six Pack with Tony on Friday, Saturday's The Touchdown Under, 2 a.m., 
on Saturdays, but it also is like the War Room with Maddie Peverell and the Retro Show with Tony and Brian Anthony Davis. And then you obviously have uh, Factor Fiction with Brian Anthony Davis. That's all on our audio platforms wherever you get your podcasts, and make sure you check it out. One of the things I like to do on this podcast uh, is to talk about why and where these things come from, where these ideas come from. You know, Brian Anthony Davis used to do an article for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, which was random thoughts from a black and gold mind. And he did a great job. It was really funny. And he just kind of got to the point where he's like, I'm struggling with things to talk about. This podcast is essentially my random thoughts from my mind. Uh, I just, I, I'm, I think about what I'm going to talk about on podcasts constantly. I'm driving in a car or I'm, you know, on the golf course or cutting grass. Talked about that before. And sometimes these ideas just come to me. You know, I, a part of this, I'm going to talk about the, the crux of this podcast here in a second. But before we get to that, I can't forget to talk about some news. So I my kids are in golf camp this week. They're the three oldest. Okay, my son, who's 12, my oldest daughter, who's 10, and then my second oldest daughter, our middle child, who's 8. They're all, they've been in golf camp all week, and it's all morning from like 9 till 12. And so when I drop them off, I get a large bucket of golf balls and I go to the range and I'm hitting, I'm, I'm hitting golf balls. And so I'm working on my game. They're working on their great game. It's great. I love it. Love every second of it. They're, they're learning about golf. They're talking about golf and that's a positive for me. However, I'm the, my kids go off into camp and I'm getting ready to get set up and go get my bucket and, and get my clubs and all that stuff. And all of a sudden, boom, Michael Beck on our Slack channel sends out breaking news. The Steelers submitted a plan for them to go back to St. Vincent College in Latrobe, Pennsylvania for training camp in 2021, and the National Football League said no. And so immediately we go into scramble mode. I guess if you want to call it scramble mode, Dave and I are messaging each other who wants to cover this. Dave's got it. I'm going to help him out with the back end stuff, and boom, the article's published. But I cannot stop thinking about this news about how Teams like the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're going away. They were just approved by the NFL, but for some reason, the NFL said no to the Steelers. I want to make sure I I give the Steelers organization some kudos here. Give them some props. Give them props when it's when you, when it's due. And it is the fact that the Steelers, when they put out the statement, this came from Burt Lawton, the director of PR, public relations, and it said, "We the Steelers were hoping to get back to Latrobe." We put in the, you know, we, we put in our, submitted our plan. It didn't match the NFL's protocols for whatever, and so they shot us down. And why am I giving them kudos for that? Immediately, no fans are going to be upset with the Steelers. If the Steelers were to have said, we have decided to not go to St. Vincent, everyone would be up in arms. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe the Steelers aren't going back to St. Vincent. This is ridiculous. I can't stand this. You all are ridiculous. Whatever. Now, the Steelers have then pushed the buck and all the blame onto the National Football League. They're saying, we tried. They didn't let us. Sorry. And so now you're you're having fans that are probably saying, I can't believe Roger Goodell and the NFL wouldn't let him go to St. Vincent College. And I'm going to keep my personal opinions about the situation. I'm going to keep them personal. And I, I'm disappointed for the people that have always utilized St. Vincent College as a way for them to see the Steelers and not have to pay a dime. That's what I'm. That's what I feel bad for. And there's people that are season ticket holders. Dave Schofield's one of them. 
Uh, and there's people that go to games on the, uh, regularly. And then there's people that just can't afford tickets maybe or they just can't get out to Pittsburgh. And so they go to they go to training camp. And now for two straight years, they've not been able to see their favorite team. And that's a bummer. That is a real bummer. Now, just to make something very clear, the Steelers have stated that they are going to have some practices at Heinz Field. And some practices are going to be held at their training facility or the Southside facility, the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex. They are planning on having some fans in attendance at those Heinz Field practices. So if you do want to see that, I don't know if you'll have to pay or any of the logistics that has not been released yet. But it is a bummer. It is a bummer. And it got me in a pretty lousy mood, to be honest with you. I just felt bad for those fans that they were hoping to get back to, to and, and we all would understand, I think, if, if they said, you can come back, but you're, you know, we're not going to be able to do autographs. You're not going to be able to be right up on the, uh, that, that netting that where the players are going to be walking. You're going to have to stay behind a certain area. We all would, I think we all would have understood that. We all would have understood that, but it is what it is. The NFL said, nope, not going to St. Vincent College this year. And a lot of players, believe it or not, have said on social media that they're okay with it. That they're, that I don't think players like that. And it makes me wonder, you know, and, and this is something I said to Dave on our Slack channel. I said, you know, it does make you question things. When everyone always talks about how great the dorm life is and being there at, at St. Vincent College and how different it is and, and yada, 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 all this stuff. Mike Tomlin, but Arbery the second said, if we're not going to have fans there, we're probably not going to go. Well, now that makes me think it's not about the dorm life. It's not about team building. It's not, it's about getting the fans an experience, and that's fine. But don't tell me that how important it is to go away and then say, well, if there's not going to be fans there, we're going to stay in Pittsburgh. Okay, I don't buy that for a second either. But that's neither here the, here nor there. That's the news that took place. Uh, that was on Thursday morning. So let's talk about what we want to talk about on this podcast. So I I was searching Twitter the other day, and I have several lists that I follow, all that I created when I was running the Behind the Steel Curtain Twitter page. And one of them is official Steelers. These are current, past uh, players, and then even some players that are no longer with the Steelers on other teams. You just want to keep tabs on certain things. And Jerome Bettis put out a photo. The bus. Beloved character in Steeler Nation. He put out a photo, it's a black and white image of those legendary early 2000 teams. But it was the, it was a picture of them kneeling in prayer before a game. You saw Bettis right in front of you, smack dab is, is Troy Polamalu's hair and the jerseys. Uh, Joey Porter's there, James Farrier's there. I could continue to go down the list of players. And he talked about how he, he was so proud and so happy to have played in that locker room and to be a part of that that team with those players and he just really was thankful I don't think there was that was any part of any advertisement or he was making money I think it was just him maybe he found the photo and said you know what gosh these guys are really special to me I'm gonna put this out there and players like Ryan Clark and Ike Taylor and Nate Washington they all quote tweeted it and put out their own thoughts and things like that but it made me think back to those great teams. And when you think, I don't care if you're talking about the 70s, the mid-90s, or the 2000s, the one thing that all those teams had was an identity. They all had an identity. And it made me question, what will it take for this current Steelers team to reclaim their identity? 
I think that we could all say that this current team is in an in an identity crisis. No one knows what they are. No one knows what the identity that they're longing for is. And that's a problem. Now, when we talk about identity, I want to make it very clear that this can be multifaceted. It can be both on and off the field. So when I think about that, okay, so you can have on-field identity and you can have off-field identity. And I'm going to talk about both of those in this podcast, the importance of them. We're going to start with off-field identity based on the fact that the picture that I saw, and you can check it out on Jerome Bettis' Twitter page, the, the picture that I saw from the bus, the first thing that I thought of was off-field identity. I saw a group of players that absolutely would go to, I don't know what crazy lengths to just be there for the other player next to them. They were a team in every essence of the word team, from Casey Hampton to Aaron Smith, all the way to Jeff Hardings at the time, eventually Marquise Pouncey, and to Jerome Bettis and Veron Haynes and Fast Willie Parker, all of them. Doesn't matter. All of them. They all bought in. And so, okay, what do the Steelers, current Steelers, need to do to kind of rebuild that off-field identity? Well, I think that first we have to identify where did things go wrong? Because there was some overlap here, people. Let's not forget that. You know, when Troy Polamalu and Ben Roethlisberger obviously has been there this whole time, as those players started to leave and started to retire, and then you had this new influx of youth and talent, there was some overlap. And so there was the possibility that you didn't have a lull in the identity. You didn't have a lull in the leadership or anything like that. And I know that I've said this before, and this is true because I, I heard it myself, Troy Polamalu before the Super Bowl, this was two years ago, uh, he was interviewed, and they asked him about Antonio Brown, and he felt horrible. You know, be, let's not forget, Antonio Brown was in the locker room when Troy Polamalu was there. Troy said he didn't do enough. He didn't do enough to help a Antonio Brown. I honestly feel like A.B., not Antonio Brown, A.B., absolutely destroyed that locker room. I mean destroyed it. And there are still some remnants of that there. There are still some remnants of that there. And it's going to take a lot for this team off the field to really find this identity. What are they looking for? Like, What are some of the characteristics that we should be looking to see if they can actually achieve those characteristics? So number one is unity. Players that are, are willing to go, like I said, to any lengths to be there for their teammate, to always have their back, things like that. Unity. There are times where you definitely can sense that there's contention amongst the ranks. We'll put it that way. And I don't care what position we're talking about. There is always that sense. Sometimes it's gotten better since Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell left. But there's always those moments where you feel like the unity is in question. And that's a bad thing. Also, leadership. My gosh, I did a whole podcast on assessing the leadership of the Steelers. If you missed it, go back and check it out. It was probably a couple months ago. But, you know, you talk about players like Ben Roethlisberger. Now, he's doing everything right. He showed up for organized team activities when he didn't have to. He didn't miss anything in mandatory minicamp. He's been every part of the leader that doing everything that people want. But remember, leaders are naturally found, and they have people that want to follow them. 
They don't need to stand up and always give the rah-rah speech. Sometimes you have players like Alan Fanica, Aaron Smith. Uh, you, I could name several others that are just players that people say, he didn't have to say a word. We just had to follow his lead. Troy Polamalu might be the ultimate example of that. Troy was a leader. He didn't say much, but he was a leader. Absolutely, he was a leader. And so they need, this. the Steelers, current Steelers team needs that type of leadership. Maybe it would be someone, and it would be difficult, but maybe it would be someone like Najee Harris. Someone that has a, a tremendous amount of experience and success at the upper echelon of college football who comes in and says, look, let's do this the right way. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not going to bank on that as a rookie. But it's stranger things have happened. But they need better leadership. I don't think anyone with two eyes and a brain is going to say that the Steelers probably need just a better leadership in that locker room. They need to develop, and I, I hate this term. I really do. You know, and, and I was in a fraternity in college, a social fraternity, Lambda Chi Alpha, for any other Lambos out there. But you know, for me, people would always say like, "Oh, it's the brotherhood," and then I kind of always rolled my eyes like, "All right, yeah." I, my my biological brother was actually in my fraternity, so we're brothers in more ways than one. But still, like, I, I wrote down on my notes the off-field identity like a brotherhood. And you know, Ben Roethlisberger was the one that was quoted, you know, "We're a band of brothers." Okay, I get it. It it comes down to reliability, being there for each other giving your all, doing everything under your power to make sure that you as a group succeed. So you want to call that the brotherhood, that's fine, but still. And then lastly, accountability. The one thing, and we have to remember, we all get older. The players kind of stay the same age. It's kind of like Matthew McConaughey in Dazed and Confused. You know, the thing I like about these high school girls, man, I get older and they stay the same age. If you've never seen that movie and you're of age, make sure you check it out. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. But accountability, the one thing that's happened, and I know this from my time with dealing with young children because I am a middle school teacher. I've also coached at the high school level. They struggle. Younger kids, this newer generation, struggles with people that want to hold them accountable. They struggle with people potentially calling them out. That is something that when I was even a kid, I'm 38 years old, but when I was a kid, if someone called you out, It was viewed as constructive criticism. You took it, you swallowed your pride, and you moved on and you did everything you could to get better and so that they had nothing more to say. Now that happens and they completely shut down. They they, they just don't want to do anything. The accountability aspect has to be there. And I think that you you have to be a little tougher. I hate to say that. You gotta toughen up a little bit. Maybe this team has that makeup. We'll find out. But those things, unity, leadership, brotherhood, accountability, if they can get those and they can enjoy being around each other, that's another thing. You read the book, uh, Their Life's Work, which is all about the 70 Steelers. And what you read about from those legendary teams is they would have, they had a sauna in Three River Stadium. And after games, they would get beers and they would go into the sauna and they would just let loose. If they won, it was a party. If they lost, they were calling each other out in that in that sauna room. And whether it was Joe Green, whether it was J- Jack Lambert, uh, Ham, Bradshaw, they would all go in there, and they didn't they didn't pull any punches. They enjoyed being in each other's company. That's important. What about on field stuff? 
You know, what about on the actual football field? What needs to change for the Steelers' identity on the field in 2021? Well, we're going to talk about that right after this break. Stay tuned after this advertisement. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, Jeff Hartman here, senior editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Welcome back to the second part of Let's Ride. We're talking about identity. The Steelers in 2021 having an identity crisis. They're not really sure, or maybe it's just me as a fan. I'm not really sure of what this team's identity is. Off the field is tough to gauge. We're not there. We don't see it. We can only kind of get bits and pieces here or there. But on the field, yeah, we can all see that. We can all see what on-the-field identity looks like, where they're lacking, and things of that nature. So the number one thing that I wrote when I said what they need to do to reclaim their identity on the field, the number one reason, if I'm ranking them, this is at the very, very top, is physicality. Physicality. Get physical. This is something, especially on the offensive side of the ball, they have lacked. We know this. We know Adrian Clem has been preaching physicality, aggressiveness along the offensive front in the trenches. Matt Canada's talked about it. Everyone is expecting this team, especially on the offense, to be more physical. But it goes to the defensive side of the ball as well. Being the more physical team, imposing your will on that team. And that's my next my next on-field identity aspect is imposing your will on the opponent. I think about those teams in the 2000s. And why do I keep thinking about those early 2000 teams? It's it's not just because they won Super Bowls. It's because that was the photo that Jerome Bettis put out on Twitter. And that's the photo that was the crux of this entire podcast. And I think back to watching Ryan Clark hit someone like Wes Welker across the middle, decleating them. Now, that, that, that punishing hit would be... It, not just a 15-yard penalty, it would be a large fine, and he, maybe even an ejection in today's NFL. I'm not here to say that that's what they should do. But it was punishing enough that teams would think twice and receivers would think twice before they came over the middle. I think about watching Alan Fanica or even David DeCastro a few years ago pulling on a run play. Those linemen wanted nothing to do With those guards, both number 66, when they were going downhill and got a head of steam ready to decleat or put their helmet in someone's ear hole as they're getting ready to pull and seal off that edge for the running back. Imposing your will on the opposition. It is something that has been a while. It's been a while, especially on offense, since the Steelers have had that mentality. I I asked this uh, on the Steelers preview last Thursday with Brian Anthony Davis and Dave Schofield. I said, guys, when was the last time the Pittsburgh Steelers, you felt that they could run out of game? And they're like, well, what do you mean? I mean, like think back to when the bus was in Pittsburgh. If the Steelers were clinging to a 10-point lead with, I don't know, six minutes left in the game, you knew that they could hand it to Jerome, gets four yards, Hand it to Jerome, gets three yards, give it to him again, three more yards, first down, move the chains, keep eating up clock. That's imposing your will. When everyone on the field, everyone in the stands, everyone at home knows what's coming, and yet you just can't 
stop it. The Steelers' defense is the antithesis. I feel like they do have their identity in this regard. They're just they're so good. They get after the quarterback. You talk, I mean, you're talking top down. I mean, you have so many top number one, number two round draft picks there. Just tremendous athletes. So this is more probably for the offense than it is for the defense. Speaking of that offense, speaking of the bus, the the running game. It, we all I, I I can't stress enough how getting the running game to be more physical to be. Not even it doesn't have to go from thirty second to number one overall in the NFL. It just has to go to like fifteen or sixteen. Middle of the road would be good enough to give them the balance they need. But it all starts up front. It starts with Zach Banner, who everyone you watch him. He has a lot of tape as a run blocker, not a ton as a pass blocker, but he has a lot of tape as a run blocker. You would think that he and Kevin Dotson now in the line inserted into the lineup, they're going to be able to open some holes for the running game. And so getting the running game is going to help them with their on-field identity. And lastly, just being a hard-nosed football team. Being one of those teams, and when I think of hard-nosed for some reason, I don't know why, I go back to those mid-90s teams, and I think of Greg Lloyd and Kevin Green and LaVon Kirkland and Chad Brown and Carnell Lake and Dermani Dawson and Jerome Bettis and Bam Morris and Barry Foster and all these players, and they were so tough. Heinz Ward, how did I forget him? I don't know, but I did. They were so tough, not just physically, but mentally. Nothing phased them. And then that started to leak. That leaked into those 2000 teams. Joey Porter, James Ferrier, and and, and on and on, James Harrison. They didn't take anything from anyone. They didn't take it from anyone. My gosh, Joey Porter got ejected from a game for fighting a guy beforehand. He was the ultimate intimidator. Someone tell me in the last, I don't know, four or five seasons, who's been the intimidator for the Steelers? I'm waiting. I can't think of one. TJ Watt is not an intimidator. He's a great player. Phenomenal player. Not an intimidator. Maybe Vince Williams. Maybe Vince Williams. But maybe it's time we see a little bit of a mean streak from some of these players. Someone like Stefan Tuitt, Cam Hayward. My gosh, Mean Joe Green was a dirty player at times. You know why? He wanted to send a message. Hard-nosed players. That's what they have to do to get their identity back on the football field. Can they do it this year? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you can do all those things in just one year. Off-field, you can do that in one year. On-field, sometimes it takes time. But a lot of these boxes can be checked in 2021. I want to make something else very clear before I go to my heart-to-heart to finish up the podcast. This is not all about Mike Tomlin, okay? want to make that very clear. And there's a lot of people that might be listening to this podcast saying, Ugh, this all goes on Tomlin. This is a Mike Tomlin problem. Eh, no, it's not. Now, does he have a role in this equation, this situation? Absolutely, he has a role. But it's not all on him. And for those that want to always put Bill Cower on this pedestal, I want you to know that even when Cower was the head coach, it wasn't all on Cower. It really wasn't. And I'll, I'll tell you one tale, and it's everyone knows the scene. It's right after the divisional round win in 2005 against the Colts. What is What does Bill Cower say? He said, Joey, could you just not talk this week? And what does Joey Porter said? Man, hell no, nah, I'm going to talk. Because that's just what he did, and that was part of their identity. 
Cowher didn't want him to talk about Jeremy Stevens before Super Bowl 40, but he did, and he backed it up. That was part of their identity. I'm not here to say that I want to see people start running their mouths before a game, but my gosh, have an edge to you. Have an edge. Have some, I don't even want to, some machismo, as Razor Ramon used to say in the WWF, oozing with machismo, and he would flick his toothpick at you. I mean, give me some of that. And that's the players. That's all on the players. The coach can help, but my gosh, the players have to want to be that type of guy. You have to want to be a little bit of a villain. Who are the villains on the Steelers right now? I don't care if it's on offense or defense. Where are the bad guys? Where are the heels? That's what I want to know. I don't see it. And that's part of the problem. That's part of the problem. They need that to have their that identity. All right. Speaking of identity, let's let's talk about something here with this heart-to-heart. To finish out the show on this Friday, as we always do, kudos to the Jerry Cherry Band for all of our music, and he's the one that gave me the idea for this heart-to-heart segment on every Friday's show. You can follow the Jerry Cherry Band on Twitter as well as on YouTube, especially if you're a, a beginner guitar player or maybe you're a moderate to advanced guitarist. He does a, some great videos out there. Uh, if you're an intermediate guitarist like I am on the acoustic guitar, I do check out his channel. It's great stuff, so make sure you check him out. But this heart to heart. I was talking with Dave Schofield. We talk a lot throughout the, every day because we're trying to figure out, okay, we're going to write this article. We're going to write that article. Here's what we think about this, what we think about that, etc. And I was talking with him. And he was bringing up about, um, you know, the fact that the last time the Steelers may have lost a player or two, they had a plan in place. And he said, maybe that the, maybe the Steelers actually have a plan in place after losing Bud Dupree, after losing Mike Hilton, and after losing Steven Nelson due to being a cap casualty. And my response to Dave, which was first, was, I agree with you. My second response was, but this is where a lot of fans falter. It coming it comes down to trust the team. Trust the organization. Trust in general. It comes down to you ha- do you trust this team to say we can let Mike Hilton go because we have this player. We can sacrifice Steven Nelson for cap reasons because we have this player. Bud Dupree leaves, we knew he was going to leave, and that's why we have this player. You have to be able to trust the team. Has the team given us a reason to not trust? Maybe, maybe, but compared to their counterparts in the National Football League, no way is it worse. I got to be honest. I mean, when you're talking about trust, I trust the Steelers more than most teams probably would trust their organization. Have they had some free agent gaffes? Absolutely. You're talking about Dante Moncrief, Ladarius Green. Have they had some whiffs in the draft? Sure. Senquez Golson never saw the field. Uh, Mike Adams was a bum, in my opinion. But ultimately, this team, if we're using baseball analogy here, this team has had more home runs than they've had swing and misses. And so because of that, and until they give me an actual reason to think, I can't trust these guys, I'm going to trust them. I'm going to trust that they're going to make the good decisions, they're going to know the depth, they're going to know what they have. And you know why? They see it every day. Sure, we watch the games, we might watch the film, we may look at the roster, we may do our own film breakdowns, but ultimately they're the ones that are with these players every single day. To finish this up, just remember, 
The Steelers, if they valued Mike Hilton as much as everyone thinks they should have, they would have kept him. They could have kept him. Mike Hilton didn't sign some huge deal. He wasn't also signed right away. He was on the market for a while. In the meantime, the Steelers signed Cam Sutton. Why? That's who they wanted to sign. Don't think they didn't know that eventually Steven Nelson was probably going to be cut as well. Don't think these people are idiots. Don't assume the worst all the time. Sometimes, and this is in life in general, sometimes you have to trust. And that's difficult. It's difficult for a lot of people. But that's what we have to do. All right, folks, thank you for spending some time with me on this Friday. I hope you have a great weekend planned. I know I do. Got to get out on that golf course. I'll let you know how that goes on Monday. Otherwise, you know what to do. BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Wherever you get your podcasts or Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do so that you do not miss a thing. As we always finish it out, folks, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great weekend. I'll see you back here on Monday. Go Steelers! Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.